you know why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know why you're living the life you've lived and you know how important it is to you because when you were trying to stay married to me and do the things you were taught you should do, your mental health was in the crapper. Like you did not see yourself worth. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. I remembered. Oh, good. What's your perfect intro that you <laughs> forgot and now remember? You guys see our memes today? Memes. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Someone made memes out of us. <laughs> and they're freaking funny. Shout out to Dylan. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Dylan, for making memes for us. I laughed so hard at all three of them. <laughs> Did you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just made Steve's day. <laughs> very funny. Yeah, I didn't show Steve or Matt until I posted them. Also, when you said, whose is your favorite, which of the three memes, I think mine's winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's because, well, I mean, anytime you show a little bit of skin, that is oh, always going to Oh, that why? Oh, yeah. So, so next round, if you could create some with Matt showing a little more skin, so he... I'm just going to create my own. <laughs> How much skin are you going to show? I don't know. What skin? <laughs> my my back arm skin. <laughs> Your back arms. Farmer <laughs> tan. Pickle, pickle tan. Pickleball pickle tan. Pickleball tan. Pickleball tan. Yep. It sounds like it should be a song. Pickleball yeah. tan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guess we'll make that a song. I think that maybe I've been home by myself too much in the last little I, bit. <laughs> I can tell you're in one of those moods where you're like on the verge of going crazy in one way or another. Yeah. Although I was just talking to Matt yesterday. I don't leave the house very often. I am just. You said you're okay with that. I am okay with that. But I do get to the point where I get weird sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. She doesn't know how to act Her around people. And you and Penny get the same. Yeah. Like, I'm crazy. Look in your eyes. Uh-huh. I'm and going nuts. I've been sitting around too long. You're both real funny when you're in that mood. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, when I look at Penny when she's in that mood, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Go do something, please. <laughs> and Jessica only just, she just points at her. She's like, I relate. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. But go do something. <laughs> uh, she's going to hit that real soon here because she's been homesick for the last two days. Mm. So she's. Gonna... I saw it in her eyes when she was on her way out to the hot tub. To the hot tub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the deer in the headlights. <laughs> Here I go. Funny. I did yesterday leave the house to go check out the venue for the retreat that I'm hosting. Where's it at? It's in Meridian. Hmm. So looks like a cool venue. When is it? Like thought were the pictures accurate? When is yes. this retreat again? September. Uh, September 8th to 11th, I believe. I should look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are recording. <laughs> Let's pull up the exact dates. Yes, September 8th to actually the evening of the 10th. So Thursday morning till Saturday night. And 
I think we're going to have a live event on the I was about 10th. to ask. At did the we end of the retreat. A live event? Yes, a live a, event. Isn't the retreat a live event anyways? No. Yeah. So there's going to be the retreat, but we are going to have a husband-in-law a live husband event. A husband-in-law live event. That you and I get Like a live recording. Live recording. We haven't really we'll discussed like what we time? want it to look like. Like our but last yeah, live I event? think we should do a live recording again. People really liked that with a live Q&A. We never so. did air <laughs> no. our live recording from a year ago, did we? No, but we're going to this time. <laughs> we'll do it in anticipation of the upcoming live event to get you all excited. <laughs> there you go. Why, why did we never air that? Too risque? No, like <laughs> we ended up batching a whole bunch of episodes when we took our yeah, break last think... summer and it just never uh, really quite I was going to say, fit, I don't think we ever needed one. And then I one. forgot about it. But there was a week last month that we just we didn't have an episode. <laughs> that would have been yeah. the occasion. That oh. would have been the time to we share. We ran out of content and just didn't share anything that week. Yeah. Yeah. But I, so, Steve, you were asking about the venue. Uh-huh. The inside is amazing. The outside is, is like a little boring. The inside is perfect. I'm going to. But it is I'm the gonna... size you thought it would be for. Oh, yeah. Hosting she she says she's going to liven it up. So she's the probably going to come in and paint the house for them, <laughs> you know, do that whole thing. Will you be doing things outside? No. Well, maybe. I mean, I get what you say. It's just a house and grass. It's basic. Yeah. Yeah. Which is totally fine. But the inside is set up perfect. You know what you should do? I'm so excited. Did they build it as a... No, I think it was a duplex that they then renovated the inside into a retreat Hmm. setup. What are you going to do, Matt? Do you remember that big bounce house water slide? Oh, Oh. my gosh. So (laughs) Sarah brought that up last week. And she's like... Dad, do you remember that? That was like one that was of, here, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, no. Hank brought that up. He's like, that was probably the top two parties that I've ever been to were last Saturday and remember that time with the bouncy house, like slide. He's like, those were my two favorite parties. <laughs> Jessica's gonna cry because Hank's two favorite parties were planned and hosted by her. <laughs> it's not that it was me. I don't care that it was me. Yeah, I it's know. It's like that it was. It's accomplishing what you... Yes. Yeah, I know it's it's not a pride thing. I know it's just... It's family time. Yeah. And that makes me so happy. It's what you set out to accomplish, and it has been accomplished. Yes. Yeah. And so that's... I think that'd be great, like, lawn uh, art in the front. (laughs) For my retreat. Mind you. Yeah, in the front yard. Will it fit in the front yard? Honestly. Well, so not in the front, but the side. Okay. When you pulled up to the house, you would see it. So maybe just Steve and I should just be doing that the whole time as people are coming in. And that'll be oh, their are you entertainment. Talking about at the event, like at the, the yeah. I thought you were talking about for my retreat. That's yeah. what, what are you talking about? You guys aren't going to be at the retreat part, although maybe you He's should. He's saying come now we will on the, the water slide. I'm just trying to liven up the yard. I wrote down bounce house, Matt. It has been added as an idea for the retreat. Water slide bounce house. Oh, I should write water slide. Not just the bounce house, the water slide bounce house. Okay. Can you get a blow up slide that leads into your pool? Doesn't We've like end at its that. own. So pool. this same water slide bounce house probably could do that. I don't think it'd be safe. Why? It wouldn't be safe. Of course that not. That doesn't but matter. It could do that. <laughs> That's not what we asked. So the, I think <laughs> exactly. the main issue is is that you can't come at it from the length of the pool. It'd be coming at it from the width of the pool, and I don't think the pool's wide enough. I think people would launch and hit There's the side. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man. Hmm. Make it happen. <laughs> You're gonna have to bring out some pictures of that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. No, I'm stoked about the venue. It's gonna be amazing. Really excited for the retreat to happen. I am also really excited because tickets are on sale for the summer series events that I am hosting. And Wait, I am now I'm really stoked. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That are the summer events are not part of the retreat. No. Okay. So the events are just three different dates during the summer. Oh yeah. That pe- that I'm hosting different events for women to come have a night out. They're also semi-educational. Steve, it sounds like we need to fun. start hosting some events for men. Do it. I agree. I think that is like one of the <laughs> what un- should we most do, Steve? Undertapped industries is supporting men outside of business. Okay. <laughs> wah, wah, Matt. Matt was going to challenge me. Wait a second. All of the things you go to are centered around business, Matt, which is totally great. It's your love, and that's and the, it does talk self. There are a f- there are a few that don't talk about business, and they are purely just basically it, it throws them into a boot camp. And yeah, that's, but what kind of boot camp? Not Fitness? all men like, need a boot camp, though. No, like a like a full on military boot camp. But that's what I'm talking about. Is what, we need to give what men. What do you think is needed? An option. Clearly, you have a vision here. Yeah. Tell us what I it is. Do Jessica have has opinions of what men need. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what? I think there needs to be something that isn't so based around masculinity, instead of embracing like a balance between that, embracing yourself instead of just like, <laughs> oh, we got to be macho and I don't know. <gasps> Was that the sound? Oh, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> like, no, okay. I don't know. Just something that I think could be So good. basically you don't want a so macho male retreat. I think there could be a balance. Between macho and sparkly? Yeah. <laughs> like legit though. Like a, I know. A macho sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> Could you guys please do that? Spark Could Steve and I pull off the the balance with that? I think you have a perfect ability to pull off the balance for that. I don't know what you're envisioning is this looking like, but <laughs> sounds like we need a whiteboard session soon. <laughs> oh, all the whiteboards are taken up. <laughs> you can you can erase my whiteboards, but I do have to say right now we have a Post going. <laughs> Jessica has her phone out. About men's lingerie from our episode a couple weeks I ago. I just did what she does to me every time I have my phone out while we're recording. Funny thing is you look more like Kathy than Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked right. about men's lingerie. What did we ask? Is it a thing? In the episode. Yeah, but I put a po- oh, I did. have a post up right now. Okay. <laughs> And this is from two weeks ago. What is the consensus? People said, 31% said, yes, it is a thing. 18 or 23% said, no, it isn't a thing. And 46% said, I don't know. Oh, I thought you said 46% said, please show me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know it was, but now I want to (laughs) see. It's been interesting. I also put up like a box saying, tell me what you think about this. And somebody said, I don't think lingerie is inherently gendered. 
in the same way other clothes are inherently gendered, which I think it's more so. But I thought that was an interesting comment. Right. I think it's more so. Somebody said, yes. She answered, yes, that men's lingerie is a thing because my hubby has a a camo banana hammock that matches my lingerie. I was like, there you go. Matching lingerie. I like that. Somebody said, hello, elephant thong and Santa jingle bell thong, most comical lingerie. I'm like, I don't want I don't want comical. I feel like that's what people have seen. That's though, what they the see. Yeah, we see like the goofy stuff. I mean, I've gone into stores and found see, that's they the, have underwear. That's the goofy thing that you got me of your face on my I haven't underwear. just gotten you goofy stuff, though. That's true. <laughs> Not that you ever wear Steve's it. Steve's face. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, ask. if there's women's, why wouldn't there be men's? I completely agree. But there is this stigma of, like, Matt's comment, I'd like more lingerie in my life. And I always throw it back on him. Okay, so when are you putting on something sexy for me? Okay, let me ask this. We're still talking about lingerie? Yeah. <laughs> I have one more poll that I Does... want to share with you. Okay, so I'm thinking, like, more traditional macho, since that word was used, like... Do women find men in a jockstrap attractive? In a jockstrap? Yeah. Because that is very much a sex appeal kind of a thing in the gay world, at least. I've never seen a man in a jockstrap. What? Neither you nor Matt have ever worn a jockstrap for me. (laughs) Well, it sounds like Steve's life has changed. Nor will I. (laughs) I am glad I will never see you in that. I don't know, Matt's for, never put For your on. own. <laughs> for my own benefit. <laughs> and for the sanity of our relationship. <laughs> well, that's funny because jock straps aren't even worn by athletes really anymore. They're a sex appeal thing. But it's a sex thing. Apparently. Although, are they really not worn by, don't football players wear them? And... I mean, not not really anymore. They, they just wear the... A cup? They wear like the spandex with a cup built in. Mm. And a jock strap built in. Doesn't it have the strappies? Sometimes you can see them through there. Sometimes. Matt, will yeah, you not, please get a yeah. jock strap, please? What? Please. Okay. <laughs> Do it. Um, so anyway, there's that. I'll, and then, I'll send you some links, Matt. <laughs> this is why I thought of this. To the ones that are not made for sports. They are made for sex appeal. <laughs> then they can't be my, called jock straps. My ex-husband <laughs> just offered to send my husband links to sexy underwear for me. <laughs> And this is why we are winning. <laughs> this is why we are winning we're in gonna, life. We're going to win the team. Okay, so the last question I asked on these polls was, should we, as in us three, make men's lingerie a thing? And I said Matt and Steve could design a line of men's lingerie, and the consensus is yes. <laughs> <laughs> what were the poll stats there? Uh, 63 yes. 37, no. I'm going to go with the 37. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that that is where our time and energy needs to be spent. Oh, I think it's an excellent place. There's there's not a void in my life there. (laughs) I do own a domain called Little Swimmies. You do. It could be taken a different direction than what you initially planned. <laughs> Why do you own a domain called Little Swimmies? Little Swimmies? That's Why'd for I say a, that funny? That's, Swimmies. That's for a totally different podcast. Okay. <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> Not to be discussed here. Okay, so there you go. There's some random information But speaking for you. of business things... I acquired another business. Matt acquired another business. And it sounds like a cool one. Yes, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, I got you some clients. They're Sweet. like, I said, 
if someone walked in your front door and said, hey, we want to do this, this, and this, and she said, please send them now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, yes. I have a name for you after this. Okay. Steve's bringing you leads. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> and that's one of the things, you know, I, I picked Steve's brain because it has to do with the hotel industry. And I picked his brain the other night. Was it at dinner? Where was it? You just, maybe you just I showed up to record. It was just after just, we recorded no, last time. No, it was before we recorded Panda Express. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, anyways. Cool, guys. When you had enough leftover Panda Express to feed a neighborhood. It's true. I really did. <laughs> That's why it was one of the best was, parties ever thrown. I was going to say, it was the <laughs> best party ever. That and swimming in the rain. Doesn't yeah. get much better than that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we are continuing the conversation from last week. And Matt and I on our walk just before this remembered where we were at. <laughs> so we actually know where to start. Yeah. And we were talking Refresh about... Refresh my memory, because all so, I remember is you said, I have the perfect example, and then we ended. Yes. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. <laughs> you did share with us what the perfect example was, but I have forgotten. Okay. You didn't share it on the episode. You shared it after the fact. Oh, yeah. So last week, we were talking about things we said we would never do, and now we do them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or things that maybe we judged people for in the past, and now we do them. Now, to make it clear, we did not share everything we said we would never do or everything we said we judged people for and now do. And also, I didn't tell you guys, but I added on to last week's episode for people to send in the things that they said they'd never do. So I'm really hoping some people send those in and we get to hear and share some examples of other people's Oh, no. Yeah, it could be interesting. (laughs) Makes me a little excited. Last week's episode was a little triggering for me. Why? Yeah. Leading up to that, it, in mm-hmm. preparation for it, just that question and like... Steve was a little frozen. I was, and I, I, I was glad. I don't know, like it never came around to Steve. What are the things you do that you never said you would That do? was intentional on my end. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There's a part of me that just thinks, if I were looking at me from the outside, if old me were looking at current me from the outside, I would say he is all the things that... He said he would never that be. He, yeah, he... He, he fell. He has fallen. He's an apostate. He's all the things that, you know, he's followed the exact course that someone follows when they lose their faith, when they leave the church. And I mean, I, I, I said this already that anything I do now that I never thought I would boils down to I do something that feels good for me, comfortable for me, acceptable, fulfilling for me, whether or not anyone else thinks it should be. And back then, versus back then, when it was a long list of things that I was told, don't do these things. These are not things that are good for you. And plenty of them I do now. Never thought mm-hmm. I would, but I do. And I mean, I'd explained why, but I don't know. It was just, I guess it was just a little discouraging to me to think that sometimes I feel like I have to justify where I am in life and that, that I can't really do that. That it's just, mm-hmm. it's pointless to try. Yeah. Like current me could never have justified to me 10 plus years ago. Because ultimately, why justify to yourself? Because that's all that really matters. Say that again? You don't need to justify any of your actions to yourself. No, because... and I guess it's frustration with thinking that someone else, like... Is judging you? That there's no way for me to... I just feel like someone that still is in the position that I found myself in years ago is going to look at me and think, like, there's no justifying any of it. There's no... Mm-hmm. Nothing that he does now is okay. It's <laughs> He's just followed the exact path of a fallen ex-Mormon. 
who had everything and threw it all away for, I don't know. And there are certain people that I hear in my head that have <laughs> implemented this kind of thinking, but I don't know. I had to kind of talk myself out of, like, I know I'm in a good place and I'm happy with where I am and the things I do in life, I do them because I choose to. But I don't know. For some reason, it was triggering to just fall back into that line of thinking of Steve didn't choose a good life for himself. He just ended up on the path that the fallen end up on. Jessica, you keep smiling throughout this, and I, I, I feel like you, I don't know, you understand it or you have some thought or something. No, I get what you're saying, like 100%. And I know, I mean, I, I know you feel this mm-hmm. very real. And last week, I knew as soon as I brought the topic up, and Matt and I were throwing these ideas out of things we said, and you did not engage with one of them. I knew that it was going to be a hard thing for you to talk about, and that's why I didn't push at all, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter. Like, we don't have to have, you don't have to share those things in that moment. But I wonder, Steve, if you still carry judgment of yourself to a point. Like, if you're still working through some of that judgment. Probably. I mean, if he still has the voices in his head, then of course he is. And I know it's not your voice. Mm -hmm. I know you're Mm -hmm. talking, I I know (laughs) voices that you're hearing. Mm -hmm. And I, I just feel like it's. Like, I never would have understood why I'm happy being where I am until I got here. Mm-hmm. I mean, Steve, you're a perfect example, in my opinion, of a constant work of working through the crap that life may throw at you. Not, I'm not saying that everything's crap, but I'm saying there's certain hard things that going through life we all have to work through and continue to work through. And this is a continuous process. Yeah. And. Anyways, you're still working through those voices. You're still having to deal with like the childhood and you trauma. It's trauma Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. was inflicted upon you of not feeling safe to be who you were Mm -hmm. and who you are now. And ultimately, you're going to be it's lifelong process. Yeah, working through this the rest of your life. That's what we do. And there, there are people who, and this is judgment on my end, most likely, but there are people who. I feel like fall in the category of someone who is never going to understand how I live my life and why. And For sure. And I just kind of feel like defeated in those relationships of nothing I can say or do is going to move the needle at all. I'm just, I'm wrong. The way I am is wrong. What I do is wrong. What I've chosen for myself is wrong. And nothing can change that. And I just, I don't know. I guess that's where I hold some... Resentment. It, I don't know if it's resentment or I guess just frustration of it's like an inability to convey that. Yeah, an inability to convey how and why I've ended up where I have. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. <laughs> well, and I think I, I think the reason point, this probably. is hard is because it's from it's there are a lot of people who you don't care yeah. about having their understanding or feeling the need to justify your actions, or any of that. There are people that you do not feel that for at Mm -hmm. all. And there are people in your life who you are close to, who you love dearly, who don't understand you, and you want them so badly to understand. I think that's it, is that there's people close to you that you want in your life, and they don't get it, and you want want that connection. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's hard, is when it's the people you do care about and love. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to sidetrack the whole thing here, but no, this. I mean, this is. I think it's valid. 
100% valid. <laughs> and I'm trying to analyze, okay, the things that Jessica and I brought up in that last episode were more of, hey, these are something in respect to how we're raising our kids. Mm-hmm. This is something in respect to, it wasn't anything like, there wasn't Nothing. much self-reflection, mm. right? Whereas okay. your yours is all like self-reflection of, oh, what did I tell myself I never would do, but now I'm doing it, mm-hmm. right? And it's all and self it feels, inward, yeah. like reflection of who you are specifically. Yeah, a lot of things that tie to identity. Exactly. Yeah. So, and a lot of it is I am a person that I said I would never be yeah. back then. In a lot of ways. And and you want Steve? We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the person that I am. Like, and that's what matters, and that's what makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> And I and I so appreciate people who make it known that like none of those judgments are going to hold up seeing the real me and experiencing the real me and loving the real me like you guys. Yeah. And so many other people that Yeah. Support have not you. that keep showing up in your life. Yeah. Like my family. Mm-hmm. Lots of They're other on that people. List. And my family. And Matt's They're on family. That list too. <laughs> Is interesting. Matt was bringing up. We were talking about our kids and how it, we've not raised them the way we thought it would look. This morning, I was having a conversation with somebody, and they were talking about their babysitting some kids, and they were saying like the schedule the kids are on and the different things they do each day. And and I sat there thinking, oh my gosh, this is how I thought my life would look mm. raising my kid in the church of you know these different things, and and you know they come home and they do their chores and they do their homework, and then they get one hour of screen time and like different things like this. And, I was, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that isn't what it looks like. And I'm 100% okay with that. And also so happy to see these other families that have that and that do that. I'm like, that is impressive. Go you. And also, I'm impressed with where we are and how we navigate our life with kids coming in and out and being raised in different homes. And so it's just interesting to kind of see that as in what I thought this is what my my mm-hmm. situation would be and it's just not. There's always okay. room for improvement. Of course. For sure. <laughs> and that's all we're striving for. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately we just want our kids to know they're welcome and loved. <laughs> so what was your example going back to that? <laughs> okay. So we were talking about and it basically comes back to knowing the why behind why you are doing things or why you're choosing to do something different than you thought you would in the past. And like this growth and understanding, I just burped a little. <laughs> <laughs> and so my example was I was talking to this guy, one of our friends the other day, and he was saying, he's like, well, if you ever left the church talking to me, he's saying, if I, Jessica, left the church you would start drinking and doing drugs, like for sure. And I said, why do you think that? He said, well, I would. And I'm like, yeah, you're projecting your own stuff onto me. I said, I wouldn't. And he's like, well, I would. And I'm like, so the only reason you're not at this point is just because the church is telling you that's not something you should do. And he's like, yep. (laughs) <laughs> and to me that was honest answer yeah <laughs> and I was like okay that's fine for if that works for you for me that's not enough for me not to do something like it has to be within me and for me like drinking and drugs are like health things for me like my mental health my physical health my financial health 
Like all of those things come into play for me and it's just not something that appeals to me. So there's other reasons besides just that the church tells me not to. And so, and I'm like, I've lived a good life up until this point, not doing those things. I really just don't have any desire to do it. But I just thought that was so interesting, like the difference of perspective there of knowing why you're doing something as opposed to just doing it because somebody else is telling somebody you. else is telling you this is the only right society way. or your culture or mm-hmm. your religion or your family or whatever. Yeah. Wherever it's coming from, instead of really knowing and understanding why you want to do it. Or not do it. Or not do it. So I just think that that's so applicable with all of these things we've been talking about. Only you know your intention behind something. Only you know your why as to why you're not doing it. And if you don't want to live with angerness, angerness, (laughs) (laughs) anger, bitterness, resentment, those types of things, you need to really know why you're doing it and do it with intention and not do it just because somebody told you this is how you should do it. This is how it should look. These are the things we're going to dive into at my retreat, you guys, and I'm so excited. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. But it's that same idea, Steve, is you know why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know why you're living the life you've lived. And you know how important it is to you because when you were trying to stay married to me and do the things you were taught you should do, your mental health was in the crapper. Like, you did not see your self-worth. Mm-hmm. And I think now you see more of that. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> what? I was just going to say, of course he does. Yeah. yeah. And so that was just my thought after when we were recording that of these. And also why we can't project our own ideas of why people should live a certain way or what is going to bring somebody happiness. It's just different and unique to all of us. I mean, look at our kids. Like the things that bring them happiness are so different and unique to each one of them. Like nieces and nephews, they're all so different. Why would we force them all to do the same thing? Okay. (laughs) There you go. Does that cover the topic or is there more? It, It would be really interesting in my, like what's going through my head right now is it'd be really interesting to sit one of my children down and ask them, Hey, what is the why to life right now? <laughs> the why to life? Yeah. Why are you living right now? And they get their answer because I think their answer would be all over the board. Yeah. Of why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it that you're going to school every single day? Every single day you hop in the car and tell me how much you hated school today. <laughs> it was so long. That's the that's the word of the month, I think. It oh, is. school is so long. <laughs> that's what I hear it's every like, day okay, right then now. I, why? I disagree. Now that I'm picking, dropping Penny off at school and picking her up, <laughs> the day Goes is gone like so fast. It is night and day, my Penny week versus my not Penny week, how much I get done. Yeah. Welcome like, to my world. Else, but <laughs> it's, it's funny. I was not expecting that. I thought it would feel like I had all the time in the world. But right. Anyway. It's like I dropped the kid off at school and then I go to work and I'm like minutes oh, man, later <laughs> I gotta go pick him up <laughs> yeah. ah, I'm late yeah because it goes by so fast but yeah school is so long <laughs> so long right now okay then it's like what is the why that they would give me as to why they're going to school right now 
And what is the why that would but, resonate with them as to why it's important? What are your priorities right now? Yeah. What are the things you value most? What is something you would never do right now? Or It would right. be interesting to have a, a list of those. My sister does this thing with her kids. Every year on their birthday, they answer the same list oh, of yeah. questions. And it's hilarious. It's, you know, it's mostly just like, what's They're your favorite still food? Pretty little. What's your favorite thing to do? Who's your favorite person? What, you know, and it's just super funny answers as they, Get as they grow up. Yeah. But it imagine that same yeah. list of your top priority or, you know, all the things we just listed off. If we had all answered those every year, I'm sure there would be some major changes. Yeah. Some big patterns we could see there. Well, it's because we're supposed to change. Yeah. Heck yeah, we are. And grow and figure out exactly what needs to be done mm-hmm. in our own life. Anyway. Good stuff, guys. Yeah, like right now, I never thought I'd be playing this much pickleball. <laughs> I told him he's How much like, are you playing? A lot. Working out because he goes and plays for like three hours. What she's trying to say is batch. Batch. You're, I'm batching my workouts. Yes. Yeah, so he plays for like four hours on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> he's done for the week. It's not true. I'm just teasing him. Yeah. I'll play for two hours on Tuesday, two hours on Thursday instead of like one hour throughout the rest. Are you in a league now? Not yet. Oh, gosh. I'm looking to put together a team. Does anybody want to sponsor Matt as a pickleball player? Start sending him free paddles, stuff like that. <laughs> Some funky shorts. I do think I need a new paddle. You just got I one. I know, but I've been You've playing got a lot. The funky shorts. It's a lot Wearing of them right now. Yeah, we need more. Which makes me wonder how many how many hits on a paddle is enough. <laughs> that paddle's done. <laughs> Get a good thousand hits out of this one. Tens of thousands, maybe. <laughs> well, you think about it. It's like your shoes, I guess, huh? Right. It wears They're out. good for like 200, 300 miles, and then you yep. need to get you new ones. I got new ones. You, you did? did? I ran on them yesterday for the first time. I have this foot thing going on that I could not figure out. Is it on the bottom of your foot? The pad of my foot just hurts. Plantar fasciitis. Matt's, on the pad? Uh-huh. Matt's got uh, all sorts of stuff that he's been doing I was doing Googling that the other day, but that didn't sound like it. Pretty sure it's... That's what I have. It, it feels it, like the padding of my foot is just bruised. Yeah. Like so when walking. how is it how is it when you wake up in the morning? It hurts. I have to wear does, Is that when it hurts the most? No, it just hurts all the time. But I have to wear flip-flops in the house. It hurts yeah. to walk on a hardwood floor. Most likely plantar fasciitis. So what do you do about it? I'll show you later. <laughs> I just got these freaking expensive inserts Insole? in my shoes. Yeah. But they still hurt when I had the insoles and the new running shoes yesterday. I didn't think my old running shoes were worn out, but I don't know what else to try. I've been trying some things for years now. (laughs) Okay, well, share them all with me. I've kind of dialed it in. Because I'm irritated. I ran four miles yesterday, and I couldn't go any further. You know when mine started up? It's when I was training for that race. (laughs) Did I? Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I started running, and it like flared up. And I, it's been like three years that I've been trying to. I'm dying to run. It. It's finally warm out and sunny all day. And not today. Four mile nice. cap because your foot. Yeah, anyway, and you we want talk after no cap. I want. I want to go to <laughs> ten to twelve. I'm not in shape for that now, but I'm never going to get in shape for that if I can only run four miles. Yes. Lame. Okay. He wants bussin', no cap. Bussin', no cap. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Teenagers, man, you don't have any real, well, not 
old enough teenagers in your house yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couple years. You'll know all the slang. They'll bring home all the sayings. And you'll be like, what the heck does that mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why are they calling me bruh? Google? <laughs> bruh. Penny always called me that. Ugh. Yeah. Can't yeah. stay on that one. Okay, my friend. Yeah, it started with yeet, get the bread. Yeah. And that's where I was like, yeet. what the, yeet? No, it's, and then it was bet and bus and no cap and. That's all. I don't <laughs> so know what else. There's so many of them. <laughs> yeah. Drip. Or sheesh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, friends, if you want to come join me at my events this summer, the first one is on June 4th, and you can get your ticket now. We are going to have a summer soiree. It's going to be awesome. There are going to be chair massages. There's going to be a body positivity chat. There's going to be a fashion show. There's going to be good food. There's going to be pictures, all the things. Go get your tickets. Maybe a bounce house water slide. (laughs) (laughs) Matt might be throwing that in. You never know. (laughs) Come join us. It's going to be an awesome night and have a great week. Hey, everyone. For the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change. Our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 